Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss. plushcare.com/weightloss. Bitrex is a cryptocurrency exchange empowering traders to feed their curiosity. With more than 100 tokens and unparalleled security, Bitrex offers a platform for next big thing discoverers to dive in. Get ready to trade beyond the trend. Discover more at bittrex.com. Trading involves significant risk of loss and is not suitable for all individuals. Carefully consider your level of experience and risk before trading. Hurry into Mattress Firm's best Memorial Day sale ever. Get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin and save up to $500 on Sealy. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchases up to a $499 value. Or shop Tempur-Pedic, the most highly recommended bed in America, and save up to $500 on adjustable mattress sets in stock for immediate delivery. And get a $300 instant gift. Talk to a sleep expert today, only at Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. See store or mattressfirm.com for details. Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted, with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hi, Jason Todd. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting. We're so grateful to have you here today. I, you're joining me. I was on your wonderful podcast not too long ago, Coffee with Humans, which I love because I love coffee. Drink way too much of it. Uh, but uh, we're going to talk about the importance of connection uh, more than ever with the COVID thing. Uh, yeah. People are feeling a little bit more you know, disconnected from each other. And what I love about Coffee with Humans is it doesn't have to be a podcast where you're trying to sell something. Even if you are a business owner, it could just be a place online through podcasting to connect with other humans and just have that human connection going uh, share with the audience how you came to creating coffee with humans yeah so i agree with you uh there is this point of connection without sales which i think is so important uh and sometimes that's sometimes that's used well to good effect and i think sometimes it's used poorly mm. uh, i launched coffee with humans in april of 2020 right as COVID was just kind of kicking off. Mm -hmm. And there was this paradigm shift with folks that there, I think fear was increasing, right? Mm -hmm. uh, 
and disconnection was increasing. It was startling, I would say, yeah, to people because not only are they not seeing the people around work, but they're also not getting out, you know, to visit their friends and going to restaurants and things. And so it it felt to me as though a feeling of maybe even despair was setting in. Mm-hmm. And I put a simply a note out there and I said, I'm, I, in fact, I've got a, I've got a picture of it. I've, uh, I'll do a blog post about it soon. It's a little picture. It says, I'm going to have 52 coffees with people this year. Uh, this is my new goal. If you'd like to have coffee with me, I'll have coffee with you. The only rule is no sales calls. And, and then on, on in response to that post, a handful of people said, I'll have coffee with you. And it kicked it off. And now I am, I think I'm up to 117 coffee calls. Uh, and it is now January uh-huh. of 2021. So I have, I have three more months to go to get my 52 coffee calls in. And it, and it, and it is, it's interesting to me that, mm-hmm. that this idea of connection mm-hmm. and this void that people feel in real true connection, where yeah. there's, no, there's no ulterior motive, we're just mm-hmm. going to connect and have a chat about something that I feel is important to me and something that feels important to you. Yeah. It, it is, it is a need in all of us. Yeah. And, uh, and I think COVID really just amplified that because it got rid of the other noise that we thought was connection. And now it's yeah. like, I'm, I'm not feeling like I'm connected to anybody. And that's something Jason with all, and we were talking before the interview, all of these modern gadgets, gadgets, technology, la la la. And we we're just talking about how you're like, you know, noise, noise, noise everywhere from all different directions. And at the end of it, if you take it all away, who you connected with. And one guy said to me, Hey, if you knew like five friends, you knew you can count on like for death, like they're there for you, man. Uh, who are they? And he had asked some people and most people couldn't even list five people on one hand. Yeah. And, and, and that's sad because you think, Hey, we're so connected, but are we really connected? And uh, I mean, what is your take on us getting more connected? Because it, it, it is harder when you're told, Hey, six feet apart, mask it up. Don't go outside. It's, it's harder to keep connected with your fellow humans out there. It is. Uh, and, and this idea that we are connected because we can communicate is the two are not the same, right? <laughs> the communication ability to communicate is, is, is at a, at a, at a greater availability than ever, mm-hmm. you know, like you're, I think you're what you're in Texas and I'm in Illinois. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I think last week, you know, I had a coffee call with somebody in, uh, no, in fact, it was early this week. I had a coffee call with a guy in Australia. Yeah. Our ability to communicate is unprecedented. However, the, our, our, our um, challenge is not the ability to communicate, it's the ability to be open and connect. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think John Maxwell wrote a book, said uh, something like, uh, few, uh, all communicate, few connect, something like that. Yeah. Because this idea of real true connection is rare. Hmm. We know it when it happens, for yeah. sure. And we go, oh my God this person got me like nobody else has got me. Like I feel this true connection with this person. It's so rare that it's remarkable, Mm -hmm. which with 8 billion people on the planet and thousands of people that you will meet in any given year Mm -hmm. of new fresh faces, it's a shame really that true connection is so remarkable. It begins with us uh, as an individual. Am I even open to, to being connected? Mm -hmm. Uh, And, and if I'm open to being connected, I might make it safe enough for you to connect. Now explain, you, you mentioned something interesting. It, it starts with you being open to connect with others. And do you think that people become less trusting and scared to connect? Like what, what is causing that? 
everyone's scared to connect. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, to varying degrees. Mm-hmm. So, so for instance, there, if you're an outgoing person and you, you know, you just like to be the life of the party, um, that person might be afraid to connect because what if I'm not the life of the party, because I'm actually dealing with something really painful inside. I don't even want to look at it. I much less, I don't even want you to see it because if I'm the life of the party, what happens when I'm not, mm. am I still okay? Do you still like me? Mm. Uh, or today I had a call, I had a coffee call with a gentleman who's dealt with suicide twice. He's a mm. two-time suicide survivor. Mm. And, uh, and I shared with him a moment when I had a friend who had tried to complete suicide and my friend was in the hospital and I drove back and forth outside that hospital to my job, uh, for two weeks thinking I should check in on him. I was like, yeah, but I haven't seen him in a decade. And what, you know, what do you even, would even care? Like, what is he going to think of me and all sorts of stuff. And, and I was just scared mm-hmm. uh, to, to put myself into that situation, a situation I knew nothing about. Mm-hmm. And I thought they might perceive me poorly. When in fact, that individual was at their lowest point, just waiting, hoping, hoping that someone was going to be able to be there with them, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, it, and it is that point of vulnerability, whether it's, you know, that the person who's the life of the party, what happens when they're not, or it's me who's driving back and forth. I'm like, I'm just going to show up randomly because this person needs a friend, but like, what are they going to think of me? It, it's that vulnerability about me. It's always about, it's always about us individually that pre- keeps us from being connected. Yeah. And it sounds to me that vulnerability is the key. People are are kind of pushing against the possibility of being vulnerable. And what does that mean for them? If they are, will they be rejected? Will it be painful? Absolutely. And it plays out in not in just in our personal lives. And we can paint this idea that, that it's our personal lives and our, it's inter, and it's our personal relationships, yeah. you know, our husbands or wives or boyfriends or girlfriends or our family members. That, that's how somehow we, somehow we need to be vulnerable. But we take these practices into our workplace. Who, whoever we have chosen to be at home is probably kind of who we're choosing to be at the workplace. And so if, if, we are, if we are afraid to just be raw and open with people, in our workplace, that creates dysfunction as well. The case in point would be now, now that we're all on Zoom calls, right? I mean, you and I are on a Zoom call, right? Yeah. Uh, but Zoom calls, and, and again, an unprecedented level around the world, people are just com- communicating digitally. And and you might have seen these calls where all of a sudden like a cat like jumps on somebody <laughs> in the middle of a Zoom call, right? Or a child, like there's, there's somebody off camera, like, oh my God, there's a kid. And this kind of stuff has always been happening, but we were afraid to show that. We were afraid to show our real lives to a person who we work with, who we call a peer, and we think they care about us. We're afraid to show reality to somebody on the other side of the pic- camera because, what, somehow we're not capable of my, at our jobs? Just because I got my daughter hanging over in the other room, and she's, like, asking how to swear for the floor. This actually happened the other day. I was like, <laughs> going to go on a coffee call, and she's asking me how to swear for the floor. And I'm like, hey, kid figure it out. You're 14. You can figure out a Swiffer, right? Well, normally we'd be, we'd be like, I like, what do I do? Can I, can I say even have a daughter in the house? I got a Zoom call. <laughs> like, what, what do I do? We become locked up in our heads and we, and we either, we either, sh- we, we tend, I think to shut one of them down. We either mm-hmm. shut down the daughter and say, Hey, dad's working, St- mm-hmm. you know, stay in your place basically. Or, Hey, work, stay in your place. I'm, I'm going to be the family guy. Right. Yeah. And when really we are a blend, we are a blend of all these things and looking holistically mm-hmm. at each other. If you, if you wipe away the facade of workplace and all this other stuff, we're just humans. And I got a lot of shit going on and, <laughs> and it might all coincide right now as I'm on this zoom call. And so it's like, Hey guys, one second, I am in, I know we're in the middle of this deep negotiation. However, 
Yeah, babe. Uh, why don't you just put that thing over there? Sounds good. Thanks. Apologize okay. for that. What about, what about point A? Right. Yeah. We ought to be able, I think, to be a little bit more comfortable with being in those environments. And I get it. That might be a little bit of broad brush, uh-huh. but the principle remains the same. If we're not vulnerable, that we are holistic people. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we got stuff going on and we need to deal with each other mm-hmm. in this, in that space. If I'm not willing to deal with my own stuff and be okay with you, like not liking me just because I'm a holistic, a holistic being, mm-hmm. like, of course, you're going to be afraid that I'd never deal with you because mm-hmm. I'm not showing the, I'm not showing that I'm okay to deal with me. I love that, Jay, because it's interesting. Uh, I've had a number of calls like that, and I'm actually doing business from home, having a lot of Zoom calls business-wise. And it's funny, we've all gotten to see the whole new universe of each of my associates um, at home. During Christmas, they walked around their camera and their laptops around their house to show the Christmas tree. So we all all got to see our Christmas Yes. When will we get to do this in the past? This is so cool. And, you know, my dog often likes to chat in the middle of our calls. But now, you know, people are like, so how's Henry doing, my dog? Uh, But it's it's so great. You know that the idea that people say be authentic, whatever. Well, it's called being real, like real human beings. And one of the things I think that got by the wayside with social media and all of these things is they've created a facade of this fake person that you get to put out there. They ain't really you. And and they were all kind of being the facade and not being our real selves. Yeah. And that's where we get to this idea of ulterior motive. Mm. So a lot of times social media is out there because I'm, I'm unhappy in my everyday life, you know? Mm. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to put the best out there on social media. Why? So you can all digitally clap for it by clicking like, and, and if you're digitally clapping for me, then I can at least feel good in some space of my life. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of people use that social media that way. And, and then, and then, uh, you know, people started saying, Hey, you know, it's, it's okay for you to just not be okay. And now we've, and now, now it's like, okay, here's, here's everything, you know, here's sharing all this stuff. And I think people find their way in this, right? So I've got a friend who, uh, who, who, um, he would go on anniversaries and God bless him. He's, <laughs> he's, uh, he's kind of in that age range where it's like, I share everything on social media. He'd go on anniversaries and he'd be like taking a picture of like, of their dinner. I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm like. Okay, I, an older, wiser man would be like, "Don't do that, dude. Like, why don't you just take care of your wife in that moment and yeah. don't invite us all to the party?" Yeah, we don't. Because right? because protect that space. There yeah. are times when you need to protect the space. Got it. Right, because that space deserves. It's a it's a sacred moment. That space deserves its own time. Yeah. Don't share it all out there. But what what is the motivation in that moment? And that's where we just need to be cognizant of what are you mm-hmm. trying? What what am I trying to get at? by posting the thing I'm posting. And then, and I think also being, you know, giving grace to other people, you know, he'll, he'll figure it out. He'll stop posting that when his wife's like, Hey dude, would you stop? Put down down the phone. (laughs) You know, you know, it's interesting, Jason, that hits for me. And I I got into this probably more than 10, 15 years ago, the whole reality show thing, which we're all like, and I was into, I was watching ballroom dancing and I'm watching this reality show and that reality show. And we're getting all to, and someone said to me, you know, they're all not reality show. They they cut and paste those puppies. And, but we got into this idea and then we had the YouTube, which basically when it got started was YouTube, you were tubing yourself and making your own show. And then people just took it to a whole new level. Like everyone needs to see me turning on makeup and eating this cookie and going here. (laughs) 
And to the point where, you know, we don't really care. You don't need to share every bit of your life. Um, and it gets to the point, like, why are you doing this? And C.K. Lewis, a, a comedian I like, actually did a whole skit on the social media and how people use the platform to kind of build that sense of purpose and um happiness like oh I got a whole bunch of likes today and then when you don't want he said remember the old days when you just pull over on the side of the road and just ball because you were upset now you're looking for Facebook Twitter whatever to give you the validation and the yeah yeah we've we've I think in this in this need for connection mm-hmm. with with an inauthentic communication because yeah. that's what we've got we have a we have a true need for deep connection where we could sit for four hours in a car ride with one another Mm-hmm. And yet we have this facade of, of connection, which is really just a, a volume of communication through these other channels. Mm-hmm. It is that gap mm-hmm. that still makes us afraid to connect. Interesting. We, yeah. we are still afraid that if this person were to sit in the car ride with me for four hours, like, would we be okay? Like, or would be <laughs> right. Yeah. Would they want to throw me out? Would I want to throw them out? Would I like, like, Oh my God, please don't put them in the car ride with me. For four hours. And you know about that? So what if you didn't like each other at the end, there was a wonderful Frasier episode, one of my absolute favorite shows. And there was an episode where there's this gal and him trying to get together and they just can't seem to connect and go on that date. And they keep rearranging it. And for some reason he keeps bailing on the date. Something happens. And she keeps saying, you totally messing with me a car broke down he's like yeah sure then next time his swiss watch broke she's like and then he's like please give me one more chance one more chance so finally at the end he wants to see her so bad she's like i'm sorry i'm going on like a two-month trip somewhere and she's like let me take you there it's a four-hour trip i will drive you there because that's how much i want to spend time with you so they finally have that so-called date and he gets her in the car packs her up and they're starting to drive and then she's like uh, he said, oh, you know, I'm really part of this la la la. She actually finds out she's part of this cult thing. And she's like, have you heard about this cult? <laughs> and, and then, you know, he's listening there like, oh, no, but I'm about to. <laughs> and so, you know, the next four hours are torture as she shares her cult with him. Yeah. And uh, so probably they didn't go on another date. But, you know, he was really wanting that connection so bad that he made it happen. But I love that. Fact. So what? At the end of the car ride, it didn't work out. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. You got to know somebody else, and uh, and I think all too often now we 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 cannot escape the need for true connection, mm-hmm. but we exchange that idea of true connection for a false for a falsehood, yeah. uh, and then we wonder why we come away a little bit empty and we still feel alone. How could you be alone and still have millions of followers? Exactly. That's the big question. And the and the truth of it is, is well, you're actually they don't actually know you. They actually just care about all the stuff you keep posting. But what if? What if that's not really you? That's the disconnection. It's like, oh, that's not me. I'm still not okay with me. I still, it's a never ending pit of, thro- of, of wanting somebody else to fill up that, of, uh, fill up that big hole in our hearts to go, am I still okay? That's what we're after. And that's what true connection can give you. Like, yeah, I, I know you, you're, you're a nut job, but I love you, right? That's the, those, those are our best friends, right? Uh, th- that could say that to us, but it's, but it's all the other people online. It's like, if you really knew me, you might actually unlike me. And then what? And I know how, fl- I know how shallow it was when you clicked like, mm. and now I know how shallow I'm going to feel when you click unlike. So yeah. like in, it is, it's, it's a need. True connection is absolute need. Mm-hmm. I've experienced with coffee with humans. It's got tremendous pull through people just wanting to have a conversation. And the only rule I put on there is no sales calls. It's one person asked me, have you ever had a sales call? And I said, uh, nobody's tested me on it. I had one guy who argued with me about what a sales call was. 
<laughs> and and it's like great, fine, we can talk about anything. <laughs> like bring it, bring your sales call. Yeah. But but I have I I will always push and I have a gift and I believe that when we set aside this a time, a sacred moment to connect, like we can really, really great things can come of that. And I expect those things all the time. Yeah. And I keep, I continually look for those things. And when, when some people don't even know that's what they're looking for, yeah. I'm looking for it. And it's, it's the one, I mean, if, if I'm good at anything in the world, it's probably knowing when there's something more and we're just going to keep pushing for it until we find it, because that's the only way that real life changes can happen. Yeah. And you've really lined up for people the power of how we can use these technologies in a way that is helpful and really connecting to us. And, you know, in the years that people have called me, oh, show me how to use this podcasting thing so I can make money or for my business. You know, it doesn't have to be for that. Like you just did with uh, Coffee with Humans. It could just be connecting to other humans. You could just do that Zoom call, do that Skype thing where you're just connecting with people. And yeah, I'd love that. Every good thing that has ever happened on the planet is because two people got together. Yeah. And you can't every do it single thing. Yeah. Every single thing. And if you think it that way, it's like, oh, interesting. Well, I guess I should just go off and meet some more people. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, it, it also allows you to get away from the everyday humdrum of I got to do the work. I got to do, you know, pick up the kids. It allows you just to connect with other humans and just be yourself. Totally. Yeah. And I, you know, I would do all my virtual, I do all my coffee with humans calls virtually and I do it because there was COVID happening around the world, but then, but then it's also, it gives me a platform to talk with people literally around the world. And, uh, and so I learn about new cultures, which I really very much appreciate. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm looking forward, you know, the future of this is that I'm looking forward to getting into actual coffee shops around the world and I'll set up, uh, and I'll, and I'll say, hey, here I am in such and such a place and talking with so-and-so to bring, to transport people, mm-hmm. to, to transport people to places that they aren't going themselves and, mm-hmm. and may never get to. And also op- open up a conversation with somebody who you never would have heard of, you never would have met, yeah. who, who lives a very important life. They're one of almost 8 billion people on the planet. And however, uh-huh. their life is, is 100% valuable. Mm-hmm. It's that's the that's the key. Eight eight billion people are 100% valuable, but one person's 100% valuable as well. And you should know them. If you had an opportunity, get to know them. And I that's what that. I'm that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Do you know Jason? There's this show on YouTube called uh, Bald and Bankrupt. Have you heard of him? <laughs> no. Are you hey. calling me bald and bankrupt? No, not you. <laughs> but he's bald and bankrupt, or he was. And okay. interestingly, he was. Uh, I, I guess bankrupt, and he is bald. Yeah. He decided to create this channel. He loves Russia. He is, his actual ex-wife is from Russia. His heritage is Russian, even though he's born in the UK and living in the UK. And he's decided to travel through Ukraine and all these teeny little villages that, you know, if I were to go visit Russia, I would never go to because they're remote. Um, I'd probably, you know, end up starving to death on the side of the road and get lost. Um, <laughs> but he just wings it. He just, you know, what do you call it when you get a hitchhike and you, you know, yeah, whatever. He just yep. gets random strangers to pick him up. He goes all over Russia, Ukraine, and da da da. And now he's even gone to China, remote places of China and India. And you just get to meet everyday people. And- well, 
it's interesting if you if you yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna sure, surely check out his show. Mm-hmm. It's interesting when you get to other cultures, they don't have the inherent fear of other people as we've built up in the United States. As 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 for the volume of communication that we have and the availability of communication, and we really do have a lack of connectedness, and we are deathly afraid of each other, mm-hmm. and that is. That is something that not everybody else on the planet shares. It's true. They they will absolutely pick you up. They expect no harm from you. They will invite you into their home. You are their family that night. That sort of connectedness is what every single one of us longs for. We hope for. We have a terrible time creating, and we are deathly afraid of leading the charge on that. Yeah. And yeah, you're and right. that's but we all want it, and we go and we, and again, it's remarkable. You're like, I can't believe you could do it. You absolutely can, and you absolutely should. Yeah, you should. And you could do it right here in the United States. You don't need to yeah. go to some far, far away land. If anything, his channel, um, for one, showed me that humans are not that different. They're all wonderful beings. They express themselves mm. a little differently. You know, seeing these babushkas and, you know, this remote village, inviting them in for homemade wine. I'm like, oh, my God, it's so cool. But Isn't I almost lovely? feel like I'm sitting there having homemade wine with them, even though I'm not. But it's yeah. just fabulous. And so, you know, we can go out there and go create those creation, um, those creation, those connections today with other humans. And where can they go listen to your fun Coffee with Humans, Jason? Absolutely. Go to coffeewithhumans.com. There are links on there to all the places where it streams, YouTube, Google, uh, a podcast, Apple Podcasts, Facebook, Twitch now, mm-hmm. LinkedIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio, you, you name it, you can get it all at coffeewithhumans.com. That's awesome. And when this goes live, you're, you're, I'm going to send you a uh, copy for your record. You can put it on up there with the coffee with humans if you want. And uh, yeah, it's been fabulous chatting with you, connecting with you again. It was fabulous on your show. And I thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with our savvy audience. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Bye. Like, subscribe, and share this episode. To listen to more savvy episodes and savvy biz tips, go to www.lifeunscriptedradio.com. To find out about our paid sponsorship opportunities or how to become a guest, email Christina at lifeunscriptedradio.com. into Mattress Firm's best Memorial Day sale ever. Get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin and save up to $500 on Sealy. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchases up to a $4.99 value. Or shop Tempur-Pedic, the most highly recommended bed in America, and save up to $500 on adjustable mattress sets in stock for immediate delivery. And get a $300 instant gift. Talk to a sleep expert today, only at Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. See store or mattressfirm.com for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.